welcome back to We Watch, We Collect, episode number 11. I'm your host, Chris Castagnon, and today today's episode is going to be a little different. Uh, I'm not joined by my co-host for this one because this episode is going to be filled with a interview that we did with another fellow baseball podcaster. Our first interview, by the way, the first of many, um, but it is of Boski who is from Sunday League, the podcast, uh, a uh, Bush League baseball podcast based out in California. And he gladly accepted to be our first interview. So uh, we're really excited about it. But that, that'll pretty much take up the majority of this episode because we talk. I mean, we get to know him. We get to uh, find out how we actually met. He gives us a few stories, a few baseball stories. Um, we talk a, a lot about baseball. He is a fellow Red Sox fan like myself, so we kind of get into that as well. But yeah, I mean, I don't want to wait around anymore. Let's just uh, let's just get into this interview. So for the first ever interview for We Watch, We Collect, we have Ralph a.k.a. Boski from Sunday League, the podcast. How you doing, Boski? I'm doing well, man. A pleasure to be on. Uh, your first guest. It's an honor. You know, uh, can't complain, right? <laughs> For, first guest. And you know what? It just hit me in the head right now where it's like first guest, but it's also like the first friend that I made when it first got into podcasting. Right. Yeah, no, that, that's, uh, that's exactly right. I mean, we uh, we met through through uh, a roundtable that we did recently. Yep. For the Gone Bridge podcast, which is a Red Sox podcast, which, yeah. by the way, if everybody should know, we are both Red Sox fans. Yes. Uh, lifelong, I would say, for myself. Yeah, for me as well. Probably about since I was like maybe five or six years old. So it, okay, it, nice. I've been probably longer than me then. Life. Yeah, really? Yeah, probably a little longer than me. I think uh, since about the year like like nineteen like ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. Whenever I discovered Nomar, I think it was like after his rookie year, which is my all time favorite yeah. player. Oh man, I miss Nomar, man. Yeah. So yeah, so I was about uh, I was about like uh, seven or eight years old. No, scratch that. I was born in '85, so <laughs> my math. Is <laughs> I was gonna so, say like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was maybe like like eleven like or twelve 11, years old, 11, roughly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, my math is so fucked up right now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's how we met. We met. We were part of the round table for Gone Bridge. That was my first time ever being on a podcast. Also, my first time ever being in a freaking Zoom meeting. So it was weird okay. and being on camera also. But then, like, uh, obviously, it was full of Red Sox fans. And then once they put out the post where, like, they tagged different people, uh, like, I remembered you. I was like, oh, this dude was cool. I'm going to follow him. Kind of hit it off from there. Yeah. And yeah I remember the same thing. Um, it was your uh, your Mookie Betts rainbow that really yeah. that really stuck out. And then I honestly I haven't even because oh, yeah. the clip or nothing. I don't even know how well that turned out like on camera when I showed it. Um you know what? Because because it was a Zoom meeting with like 
20,000 people. It was really tiny, but I still remember. Like, I was like, oh, that's pretty sick. Like, it'd be dope to have something like that. And then, if I remember correctly, it was like a one of one, right? Yeah. Yep. And then, as I, uh, as you kept talking, of course, we talked baseball, we talked Red Sox. I found out that you also have your own podcast with your buddies, Sunday mm-hmm. League, the podcast. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Sunday League, the podcast, uh, one of the co hosts. Um, yeah, there isn't like one host, it's just three co hosts on, on Sunday League, the podcast. And, uh, yeah, three, uh, two of my, two of my, uh, you know, li- uh, lifelong friends, really. I uh, met through playing Sunday ball. Uh, I met uh, it's Ruben and Danny. So Ruben is a uh, little Rube, and Danny's DH uh, on the on the podcast. And uh, yeah, me and Rube kind of go back and forth a lot, and DH always kind of rings us back in. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I met Ruben in high school uh, through high school baseball, and then uh, DH we met him in Sunday ball. Nice. And, and you know the rest the rest is history, man. Like we we've uh, we've gone to battle in on the diamond you know set from multiple multiple uh seasons and you know for like a decade and a half we were just going at it in sunday ball and you know we're all we're all the uh the disgruntled talent is at <laughs> per se <Yeah. laughs> which honestly like i'm actually curious about because i've never heard anything like that happen over here like in the new mexico area which i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it probably does exist but i'm not like in that realm to where i know who is who or like where it goes on Obviously, like right, the only right. thing I do know that goes around here is like there's softball, slow pitch softball teams. Mm-hmm. Like for like the Bush League baseball, like I have no idea how that is. But I mean, yeah. like and, and for you guys, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, but like for you guys, uh, how did going about like just starting that podcast in the first place even come about? Uh, well, it's funny. Uh, it They kind of both have like Ruben for a while he had asked me for a long time like hey man we should probably like do a podcast podcast or something like that and you know we can drink and talk about what we're drinking and you know it'd be fun he's like we do that anyways which he was right like we already did that but uh i've always had like a like an issue of like being on a microphone and it always it always came off very hipster to me right because uh, yeah. i was very close-minded about a lot of things and you know little by little start opening my eyes a little bit and uh being more receptive to different things uh for example uh I came across. I was actually introduced to the starting nine, uh, the one that was uh, was with Barstool in uh, section ten, which no longer exists. R.I.P. Nope. <laughs> and uh, so you know, I got turned on to those two podcasts, and little by little, started discovering more and more. And uh, I think in the back of my brain, I was like, "Man, I could, I could do that," you know. But I never really thought of actually doing it. And then one day, uh, uh, it was actually on one of my birthdays. It was during we had like a thing here at the house and uh danny asked me hey man we should do a podcast and then i just looked at him like you know what we should because uh you know ruben also is interested in doing a podcast for the longest so maybe we should talk about it and that's pretty much where it was born man you know the the, the thought process got going on i want to say in 2020 it was january of 2020 so uh about three years ago i was 30 35 or so yeah roughly it was my 35th birthday and you know the rest is history man we got it got it started up two months about month and a half later um and we you know we had the intention of covering talking about sunday ball and major league baseball and uh unfortunately that's when COVID hit right like the following week that we started yeah so and we no couldn't baseball really talk for what, seven months yeah dude so we were Shit. pulling things out of our ass just topics and 
you know, trying to just get ourselves out there. And it was difficult because, you know, again, we wanted to use Sunday ball as a, you know, kind of our platform, our base platform to just kind of get, get going and all that and, and tap into that, uh, that audience, because like there really isn't too much, uh, podcast that talk about, you know, Sunday ball or the local leagues in the area. And, you know, it, it's a, it's, it's, it's been fun to say at least because now like now that the leagues are like are in full force and everybody's playing uh you know yeah well we use our instagram a lot to to you know to tag teams in the areas and like reshares and all that then you start getting to know people and you know that community builds and the sunday league culture is is it, it thrives it thrives but it's very untapped and you know i think our goal has always been to to get that out to the to the public a little more even though it's 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 kind of it's more local you know, per yeah. se. So it would be very difficult to cover a lot more like throughout the country, you know, and being in SoCal, I know that there's a lot of, there's like bigger leagues in, in like New Jersey and Florida and all that. And it's difficult. It's difficult yeah. to, cause you know, you, you don't, you don't know what's actually out there, you know? And I think yeah. uh, we probably go as far as uh, uh, San Fernando Valley, which is, which is uh, maybe like two hours, uh, an hour and a half uh, west of us from where we're locally at. And but there's a there's a ton of leagues in our area and in the San Diego San Diego area which is south of us it's hugely it's probably I, I want to say it might be the biggest league in the country as far as adult baseball is concerned. Nice and like yeah some I mean and then because like I I listen to you guys and you guys are fucking hilarious like I think the first <laughs> I think I watched the first I don't I don't know if it was the first episode or if it was like a running joke you guys had. But when I first started listening to you, like the joke that had me dying in the car, I was listening to in the car and it had me dying was I think when you guys were talking about uh, the free agent signings. And I think I think it was Rube that says that line from Lil Nas X in that commercial that you don't look broke, that (laughs) joke that you guys had. I was dying when I heard that. (laughs) It's funny. It's funny because that's actually I couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny like I, i'm gonna take full credit for that line because uh that that's kind of what came out of my mouth once because i saw the commercial and um i was like dude that's that's ownership right there like <laughs> they're not broke bro like what are you talking about you guys don't have money you know and this was uh, around the time where like you know ownership didn't want to they still don't want to pay, pay players but yeah i mean that was kind of like the like the the constant issue with major league baseball and but yeah, if uh, Rube, if you're listening, uh, that's my joke. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But, and that's because I maybe there was a time where I barely started listening to. You. I wasn't really familiar with the, uh, your guys' voices right. yet, which is a big part of yeah. like listening to podcasts. Like you kind of recognize whose voice yeah. is who. But yeah, like, and I, I think that, every that free agency, time. every free agency, we're definitely gonna go back to that joke. Like it's just it, it's yeah. it's too perfect. <laughs> it's just perfectly oh, fitting. Man. So yeah. But um, no, yeah, the, we, we we try to keep it loose, you know, and it, and it helps like we do drink uh, our adult beverages on the on the recordings. And it, it's always fun, man. It's always a good time. And, you know, that's always the goal is just have fun with it, not make this too, too serious and not, not be too upset about the things that may or may not happen. And, and you know, and like there's no one guy that's bigger than the other, of course. Yeah. And uh, so it's, 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 a, it's a it's a it's a collaborative effort. You know, we, we try to. Uh, do you know do our best to just support each other and you know what we want to say on each recording and what we want to do and all that uh for the content you know because we do 
we also have like our, our YouTube channel that, it, you know, that's a hard to manage, mind you, because it's really just like vlogs and shit like that. And it's mostly to just so people can put a face to the voice. Yeah. And you know, that's, I know that's some, something that some, working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it's difficult to watch. Like, like, for example, say if you were to put this this recording on YouTube, it's difficult to, to pay attention to a TV of two people talking or a group of people talking back and forth. You know, which especially if it's two hours long, like our recordings, you know, it feels like a, yeah. like a 20 minute thing. It's different, you know, and that's why you'll see like on some of the bigger some of the bigger uh, podcasts and stuff. They'll put a lot of clips from their recordings onto their YouTube, uh, you know, and again, it's just I, I feel like it's to give the hosts like a more relatable uh, perspective, I guess, you know, to the audience. Yeah. And also like um one one of the first things I did notice is that all three of you guys, even though you guys are friends, you all have different teams. Which yes. is like, you know, for like any average like person out there is like, oh, how can you be uh, friends with people who don't root for your team? And I was like, that's the point of being friends at one point. Exactly. Like yeah, so like, I, yeah, no, for, for me, you know, being the Red Sox fan, like I'm the one that's on the opposite side of the country, you know, because most Sox fans are on the East Coast. Yeah. But uh, if you're out here and anytime like the Red the Red Sox played against the Angels, we roll deep. We roll pretty deep. And even yeah. when we went to C- Seattle, DH is a, a Mariners fan. So we uh, took a trip to Seattle for two games. We roll deep, <laughs> you know. And and so, you know, Rube, Rube, the Dodgers fan, he he gives me a lot of shit all the time, you know. And obviously when we played the Dodgers in the 2018 World Series, that was that was a huge thing. You know, and you know, thankfully we came out on top because I would never hear the end of it. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, you know, but it, it creates a good, it creates a good dynamic. You know, we have we have three teams, each team like from one different corner of the country. You know, yeah. there's one more corner that's <laughs> in, it, yeah, Florida, a Florida team, right? But we don't need that. <laughs> no, you really have only two options, and one of them is in our division, and the other is not very good. So exactly. <laughs> Miami and Tampa, it's like eh. But I mean, yeah, that I like listen to you guys like, like, like go back and forth about baseball, even just Bush League and like, like hearing how you guys like talk about like the players in Bush League, like going after like, or not going after, but like going about like every uh, game that you guys are doing and like how pretty much like close these guys are. Like I've always pictured, I was like, I'll bet you everybody from like all the teams in Bush League can probably just all meet at somebody's house and just have a big ass cookout. That's all I've always pictured. Oh, yeah, definitely. We, we've actually talked like. about Yeah, we've talked about that because it's a bunch of dudes that live in the same area. We all pl- grew up playing against each other uh, through travel ball and, and high school ball, things like that. But it's like people of all ages. Like like the age the age range is uh, 18 to whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's really, there's really no cap on the age group. Uh, there's leagues that are like 35 and older, things like that in our area. But you'll have like the more established adult baseball uh, leagues, like um, the NABA. Uh, I want to say MSABL. They they have like their different divisions and all that, and that's where like kind of our knowledge is for uh, adult ball or Sunday ball kind of stops because those those are the ones that like they host the big World Series tournaments in Arizona, Florida, Vegas, and all those places. Um, but uh, just to circle back, yeah, we and most guys out here we all know each other. We play against each other every week. You know, 
Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, in the end you, you make, you make a lot of friends uh, on the field and you're just like, Hey, you know, let's go have a beer after this fucking game. Like, you know, just squash any, like any bad blood that could have happened in the game and stuff. Cause that, that stuff happens too, man. Like a lot of these teams, they, uh, uh, not to say too much, but they'll uh, get into it with each other in the parking lots and things like that. <laughs> oh man! You know, and, I mean, it's not like Major League where those guys have separate locker rooms to go to. Those guys come out of dugouts that are literally twenty feet apart, going to the same parking lot. So yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like, aside from like the Bush League and you guys obviously having your podcast, like, like, do you either do you personally or do you guys as a group of you three like have like your favorite moments? whether it's Bush League and podcasting at the same time? Um, well, we all stopped playing. And then a couple years later is, is when we started the podcast because I no longer play myself either. Mm-hmm. And um, But, uh, you know, so, it's funny. Like We've recently started going to uh, to some of the, lo- uh, the local games and all that, and a lot of the dudes will come up and they're like, hey, like, I'm so-and-so, like, uh, I love the show. And, like, they, they recognize us, you know. But we also wear, like, our T-shirt, like, our podcast T-shirts and stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, and we share, we try to, like, reshare a lot of a lot of things that we get tagged in. And, it, you know, like I said, it's a lot of local stuff. And so, like, that's one of my favorite things is being able to just, you know, uh, talk to some some of the people that, like, we've never met, you know. And, like, they know who we are, but, like, no idea who listens to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just to hear different, like different perspectives of, of like, uh, you know, what they, what they see out in Sunday ball. Like, I wish it was more like this and more like that. Like, it's, it's really interesting, you know, and you, there, it's funny. There's a lot of po- politics involved in Sunday ball, you know, hmm. that, it, it, it's a whole different world, man. The, the Sunday ball culture, it's, it's, it's something else, you know? And, um, like I said, like our goal is to just kind of help bring that out into the world to expose it more. Cause that's one of the biggest things about baseball is uh, exposure will, will take you a long way, whether you're a player or, or for us, we're content creators, right? So yeah, we're always looking to, about, to get exposed. Yeah. That talk about basically what they're doing. So it's like, for them, it's probably cool to hear like, Oh shit, they talk about my team and we killed it that Sunday. Oh, that's cool to hear. Mm-hmm. Or the other way. Oh, they're talking about my team. We sucked that day or something like that. It's, yeah, it's and, probably and, so cool to hear. Yeah, and we we uh we we randomly uh we'll we'll kind of like take shots based off of like we'll do our predictions and whoever had the lowest amount of predictions uh has to take a shot on the episode or yeah. like mid recording and it, it's kind of a little spicy. Like, there's been times where all three of us have been like shit faced drunk on on an on a on an episode and it's bad, dude. Like it it was early on and I think we kind of caught on to the idea of like all right, we got to limit limit how much we drink here and especially because because it's it, it it's rough content like it just it, it gets super loud you start blowing blowing up headphones and shit and but but you know it's, it's fun man it's fun i have a, i have a great time it's it, it's a highlight of the week every week for me that's badass man i like back to that yeah, whole yeah, and, thing man like like mm-hmm. how badass would it be like you guys as a group sunday lead the podcast just put a big ass cookout together at the end of the season for all that, like, that, that'd be, players yeah, out that, there. That'd be wild. Um, we have kind of like like talked about that, just dabbed our toe into it, just to uh, you know, kind of get that in the air. <clears throat> and uh, we would probably call it like Sunday League, the Rager. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's that's Ruben's term. Uh, like you know, yeah, let's have Sunday League, the Rager, or whatever, the cookout, and something like that. So we have talked about it, but just 
I think uh, financially might be might be a bit because um, I mean we try to be good hosts, right? Yeah, you know, and just have everybody come out and stuff. So um, there's a lot of logistics to consider for something like that. Yeah, you know, and you got to find a spot and you know things of that nature. Yeah, so I mean, like, I mean, logistically, it would be. Uh, I don't know how difficult it would be. Like, it's like I said, it's just something that we just threw up in the air in the, between the three of us, and is that that's kind of where it's at right now. Yeah, but I mean, shit. If that ever does happen, I'm gonna have to try to make a trip to Cali just to go be there for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'd be, be wild, badass. man. We it would have to be like a you know special event. We definitely would have to. I mean, maybe do a Q and A or something like that, and just let everybody just hammer away at us, or maybe they could roast us. You know, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> Sunday leagues are roast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not only are they roasting us, but we're roasting something in uh, in the slow cooker, right? <laughs> yeah, and what's also good about it is like anybody that goes or anybody that does listen to you, like they understand. Like, oh well, these guys like know baseball; they play baseball, so they're they're not just like some random dude, like that so happens to watch Bush League or know about it and just podcast to talk shit. But you, you like, like listening to you guys, you guys know your shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. just being out on the field, it provides a different perspective as a player. And uh, sometimes, you know, some I've never managed myself. I did coach with Ruben once, uh, but I've never managed a team myself. But I know, you know, they have. And, and it's, it, you know, it's a different, just provides different perspectives. You know, like you could throw numbers at me all day, but, I, if I feel good, I feel good, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, you know, and, that, and that's why a lot of a lot of times when the the nerds, sorry, my bad, I mean to cut you off. No, you're uh, good. but a lot of times when like I hear about like like numbers, like with the Rays, for example, um, they, they got the nerds, right? They got all the nerds just throwing numbers at the managers, and like, are they actually like when the, say when Kevin Cash got got a, a manager of the year? He recently got that, right? I'm probably wrong. I think so, but. But, uh, I mean, if the nerds are throwing the numbers at him and telling him, like, what to do, like, you have a list of, you can do this, this, and this, in this situation. Like, is he really manager of the year or is he just following orders? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, for me, a lot of it's eyeball test, uh, feel, you know, and, like, I'll look at numbers just to see where people are at. But I'll kind of, like, with fantasy, it, it, it's the same thing. You see them play, but you have to kind of compare their numbers to what you're seeing on the screen or whatever. I do that a lot, especially with like relievers. Um, I'll pick up some random dude that's like, I, I, I just saw him deal and his stuff looks really good. and But the numbers don't like really match up too well, you know? Yeah. So again, just to circle back, feel, eye, eyeball test, and just being out there, kind of being on the field provides, you know, that perspective. Yeah, I mean, that. That's, yeah, that's like what a lot of people don't know, especially, I, I guess, fans out there, sports fans in general, like, that don't really know how baseball comes about. Um, it's a lot of it because, I mean, in football, they don't really have stats like baseball does. Basketball, right. kind of, but they're very limited. You know, the field goals, their, their jump shots, their threes, their three-pointers, like, they have those, but numbers in baseball is all over the place. And that right. that's, like, what a lot of people don't know. But, like... That's why it's so cool, like, like you and your buddies, and like me and uh, uh, my friend that I co-host with, like, like we're able to talk about that. Not only just like the eye test, but like even the numbers or anything, but just like knowing how things are in the sport. And that's kind of very rare to find, like especially like in, amongst friends. Yeah, 
Yeah, and uh, you you touched on the NBA and the NFL and stuff. Like what they do a lot, I imagine, is um, kind of like matchups, like individual matchups, like from each guy on each team, things like that, right? Like de- yeah. uh, offense and defense. So I, I would imagine just whatever numbers they get, like oh, this guy's too fast for 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 uh, this defender, so you know he's probably going to own him, right? Because speed yeah. kills things like that. This guy's a lot much stronger than this than this lineman. Things like that. <laughs> I'm get a lot of shit from my boys because I, I I act like I don't know shit about other sports, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, again, it's an eyeball test. You just see it. Yeah, and I mean, that's why I know. It's like those guys that listen to or that play, like they they know, like like nah, these these guys Sunday league, like they know their shit. Like like I don't mind listening to them. So yeah. I'm not. Like for me, that's probably badass to like to know. That's why they go up to you and they recognize you and like dap you up and shit like that. Yeah, and I, we've met a lot of cool people, man. We've had we've had uh, some fun interviews, you know, and just it's a lot, you know, through networking and stuff, through through friends we know, and we meet people that we've never met. Um, for example, there's a our buddy our buddy Ramon. He played with in high school. He played with a guy named uh, uh, Jose Manny Rodriguez. And they call him El Manny, and he plays in the in the Mexican league, in the professional leagues. And he's a legend, man. Like he's he's one of the best. Oh, and uh, we did it. Yeah, we interviewed him. Great interview. He, he's he's a hell of a dude. Uh, real good energy, and it's it's a great listen. So uh, you know, I would I would recommend that that interview. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we met like guys like that. We've met uh, major leaguer Jesse Chavez. We we've got to interview him twice. Uh, once on Zoom, one one in person. Oh yeah, and then and then he went on to win the World Series in the same year. Shit. So it, it, yeah, dude. So it's pretty cool. And, uh, ho- hoping to get him again sometime soon. Um, we've interviewed people from other podcasts, and you know, again, it's just you know for the networking, and it, it's kind of like how we're doing it now. You know, same same thing. You know, we, well, yeah, we, that's we basically. Yeah. No, I yeah, it's basically what we're doing now. No, you're good. Yeah. Um, basically what we're doing now and then and, uh, you know like i met you through through the, the gone bridge round table you know but now we both know the, the boys from gone bridge right yeah you know and then further on down the road they know this person and that person so you know it's it's a you know in the end it's just all about networking man it, it, ironically like that's something that i've always been just like naive to like ah, networking whatever like I know yeah. people, but no, you, when you start like branching out, like you realize like, dang, you don't, you don't, you don't know, know you don't know who you might run into, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least that's the way I feel. Cause of course to me, this is brand new. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, I just never knew. Obviously I, I listened to podcasts for years, but I never knew really what was yeah. out there. Like I didn't know like the deep fire was a Padres podcast or Monday Mojo. He's a yeah. Mariners podcast, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, and Halo Haven for the Angels podcast. And, you know, and like, I'm like, holy shit. But of course, I'm naive to that because I don't, at that point, I only cared about my team. So, right. But then it's like, you notice all these guys around here. And like, as you start talking to them, it's like, damn, like, there's podcasts everywhere. There's guys that yeah. are friends with everybody and they're fans of all teams. And I, yeah. I, I, and it's, it's, and it's, it's one ass. Yeah, dude, it's wild. And um, uh, one of the things I was gonna say, uh, uh, you start paying attention to to team to players from the you know from those specific teams. You know, like uh, 
uh, I was on a podcast with the guys from uh, Is It 705 Yet? And they're Philly's podcast. Philly's podcast. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, great dudes, Alex and Brandon. They're, they're, they're dope, man. Um, I've had the privilege to be on their, on uh, their podcast as well. Because uh, uh, the Sox and the Phillies were playing each other. And I think it was last year. It was around this time last year. And uh, they're fun, man. It, it's fun. And the, you, you you learn different dynamics from from other uh, from other podcasts and stuff, and and one of the things that I've kind of learned, like we all have the same resources, right? It's just a matter of like, how do you present it, you know? And at the end of the day, I think we all listen to to the personalities that are actually on the microphone versus versus the uh, the game that we're regurgitating, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, like. Yeah, I definitely like I listen to you guys on We Watch We Collect, you know, and I'm I'm learning about baseball cards, but like you guys are also pretty cool dudes and it, and it's very clear that you guys know it's, you're deep in the in the in the card collecting game. You know, it's just, it's mind-blowing because like I collected baseball cards when I was younger and I actually still have them, but I went through a like a like a 15-year gap where I didn't I didn't buy any baseball cards for whatever reason. I just yeah. I fell out of the game and then recently it like picked up in like 2020, 2021, right? Something like that. At least that's how it seems. And uh, I started coming across like boxes of cards and like, oh, I'll buy one here, I'll buy one there. And next thing I know, I have a mountain of, of, of sealed packs that haven't opened yet. <laughs> hmm. You know, and it's all, it's all because of baseball, man. It also just circles back to just, you know, the love of the game and, and just always being around it in some capacity. You know, so it's, it's, it's interesting, you know. But uh, you know, circle back to, uh, to to other podcasts. It, it I think it comes down to just you're listening to to the persona that's on the mic, and I think that's that's really interesting. And and you know, like I'm guilty of pulling uh, pulling an idea from from how somebody does their podcast from this one or that one. And I think in the end, like we're all we all kind of like indirectly have an input in in each other's podcast. And I think that's it's it's wild to really think about it that way. So it's yeah. you know I always consider it a privilege to be able to do this and you know I I don't I don't plan on stopping for a long time hopefully you know God willing I guess yeah I mean yeah I mean I like listening to you guys you guys are hilarious you guys are fun to listen <laughs> to even when you guys are going over the bush league teams like obviously I don't know any of the guys on the team I barely don't <laughs> right. know the teams at all but it's like you guys are going back and forth like oh I I picked them they win and they lost by like so much and i'm like damn but it's just badass to hear you guys talk about it and again it goes back yeah. to like like you said like you don't know much about baseball cards but like hearing someone talk about it is like pretty cool to hear like i don't know what goes on over there in cali but it's badass to hear especially from guys that yeah. are there you know mm-hmm. and that's the one thing i like about maybe maybe podcasting in general but well for in our case baseball where it's like I can listen to somebody who is not a, let's say, for example, a Dodger fan talk about the Dodgers. It's not going to feel the same as if I'm listening to somebody who is a Dodger fan talking about the Dodgers. Right. It's totally mm-hmm. different. It, and that's when it goes to the personality. Like this guy's personality is like, oh, like maybe he's hard headed, like closed minded about the Dodgers. Like I want to hear his opinion on, yeah. for example, the Bauer thing. Trevor Bauer thing, or here's an open-minded Dodger fan who's not really a shit talker. I want to hear his opinion on this. Like, it, right? You get that everywhere in the podcast, and like listening to the guys that we know, all their podcasts on the different teams that they represent. 
Like, it's just badass to hear. Yeah, and just hearing all the different perspectives, like, like it might change your perspective, you know? And yeah, it's always, yeah. like, you know, it's, a, yeah. it's about being open-minded and not so close-minded to things, which I'm very guilty of. You know, I'm very guilty of, like, like for example, like, on the podcast, me and Lil Rube, he's a Dodgers fan, and, and I'm just like, man, fuck the Dodgers, bro. Like, I don't care what you have to say. They, <laughs> they're trash to me, and they always will be, you know? But, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it, it, it's... It, because of the area I live in, and I've yeah. said this a million times, it's just like the people around me, they're all Dodgers fans, and it just you hear the same thing over and over and over again, and it just gets old, yeah. and it's like, ah, I don't want to hear it no more. Yeah. I mean, but, <laughs> it, but you know what? It comes with the baseball. I mean, it comes with mm-hmm. any sport, honestly. It, it's either uh, not necessarily you got to deal with it, but it's like oh, you got to find a way to work around it, especially like you, like yeah. Austin fan living in the West Coast. Like, oh, man, yeah, kind of kind of deal with it. I mean, I sometimes deal with it here. Like there's nothing but Dodger fans and Arizona Diamondbacks fans here. Okay. And and like yeah. <laughs> walk around with a Red Sox hat on, you know, I don't get smiles all the time, but right. it is what it is in sports. Oh yeah, I mean, just yeah, just like anything else, man. Um, but uh, yeah, I always get I get that a lot. Like, why aren't you a Dodgers fan? You're from SoCal. It's like, well, what football team do you like? Oh, I like the Packers. Well, fuck, do you like the Packers? <laughs> you I mean, know, it's usually because I like Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's not a good enough reason. <laughs> exactly. I mean, well, it's because I like Nomar. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but I mean, it, it comes with the sports, man. It comes with any sport at anyway but i mean the fact that i mean i only listen to baseball podcasts so it's just badass to hear it from like all points of views from all teams and then now that like having that connection like with you guys and the guys that we know through uh world pod classic which is our fantasy baseball league we got going on which is my first baseball league it's just badass to hear it man and then so so you've never played fantasy before prior to this no never interesting Uh uh-uh Any Never, reason I, I for that? I've, I've I've always wanted to, but I never I didn't know anybody who was in that realm of fantasy in general. Like I didn't really gotcha. have like many friends who actually did that. Much less do I have many friends that are baseball fans. My friends that are baseball fans are very small, so it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to like want to get into it. I know you there's like you can find a league and join it, but it's I was I was always thinking like it's no fun if I don't know anybody. Yeah, so. could you? It comes back to the same thing. Like you can't talk shit. <laughs> yeah, and that's the point yeah, of fantasy. You, you talk shit. Like, and for people that don't know, we have a group chat and Instagram. That's constant day to day. It's hilarious. Like, yeah. I mean, that's I. There's no way I would have gotten that before. So, yeah, and it all comes back to this to what we're doing now. You know, yep. it's just the network aspect, and and it's fun, man. Like, it's something that I I look forward to. Like fantasy, uh, the fantasy draft is something I always look forward to every year. And uh, we did something different this year with because um, we tried to do our personal league with you know with our buddies and stuff, and then we do the the World Pod Classic, and we always try to set it up to where we do something fun for the draft order, you know, so that everybody can kind of like tune in and they're like, oh shit, that was pretty sick, you know. And uh, what we did this year was um, we played a form of Battleship, but we called it Hitting Tanks, which I. Which was badass, by the way, because I watched it. That, yeah. that was sick. 
it was totally random and uh that was a that was danny's idea it was we we're like shit that's pr- that's a really good fucking idea it's like great wordplay we just buy some little tanks which mind you it was very hard to find little toy tanks like, like <laughs> yeah. micro machine sized <laughs> uh but uh yeah you know D- uh, dh put all that together you know credit to him it, it's a lot of work man it, it it's a lot of a lot of groundwork that you know has to get get set up and but it's always in the end it's always worth it man and, and you know, like I said uh, in our group chat, like we have this running joke with uh with Pavin Smith, Pavement um, Smith, <laughs> Pavement and Smith, yeah, and it just kind of stemmed from from the gr- the glitch on ESPN's fantasy on, on the Sunday before, because I believe everybody was was um like the whole world was probably drafting that day on ESPN, yeah. and it glitched, it just kept cutting in and out, and you, so the um, the auto drafts kicked in for a lot of people and. <laughs> uh 705 <laughs> podcast they ended up with paven smith from the diamondbacks and funny because they <laughs> a message comes in and i don't think i don't think we we're messaging then but like the first one comes in it's who the fuck is paven smith and yes. like, it's just like it's, I, I remember when i read i started laughing i was like like really who the fuck is that yeah for real. Now, he's like he's highlighting right now in mlb which is crazy yeah it's that rub, man. It's that world pod, that world pod rub. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, and, and man, it's funny enough, hilarious. funny mm-hmm. enough. The other the other night, like a week ago, on um, we went, uh, we did on an Instagram live where we opened some car- packs of cards, and uh, I pulled Paven Smith. And it's and so, I'm like, dude, this is comes into this, fruition. It was weird. Yeah, That's baseball. Scary. The baseball gods they they like to mess with people, man, and, and they always bring things to light. Man. And so you know, I'm I'm like I'm tempted to ask to ask for uh, like a one of one auto from the 705 guys and just just write who the fuck is Paven Smith on it and just send it back. <laughs> oh, that would be you know, so sick, man. Yeah, and you know, and you can see in my background, like I'm a collector of things, right? And you know, something like that, it's unique. And, it, you know, it, I mean, it has a lot of sentimental value to me and, you know, how it pertains to everything that we do, you know, but it wouldn't, it would be worthless to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that, you know what, that, that yeah. comes into collecting, like, of course, like I mainly collect baseball, uh, baseball cards, but I collect a lot, a lot of things, baseball, but it's like, mm-hmm. if, if the card may not be the flashiest or whatever I'm collecting may not be the flashiest to everybody, but you know what, to me, it's got value and that's why i keep it that's why you know that's why you have it displayed that's why i have it displayed and you know some people don't understand that but and in the end it's like no i i like to collect this because of my reasons and that's that's all i need yeah yeah collecting collecting is a funny game it's a funny world man there's there's it's got its weirdo it's weirdos it's got its its hardcore people it's old heads like but it's fun, man. It, 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 it's just another world, just like the way podcasting is and content creation. Um, it's, and it's a world that I'm not too deep in, thank God. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, going back to Sunday the podcast, you guys have mentioned mm-hmm. that, or you mentioned that you guys were had guests yourself and that uh, uh, you guys were guests also yourself. Do you guys have, like, as a group of you three, or even you personally, that you a guess that you guys would want um i think right now probably like like the ultimate grail would be um maybe like a hall of famer oh, yeah. a, a hall of famer uh, nobody specifically because i i really can't 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 think of somebody but uh maybe even a major league umpire i know joe west was recently on the jared carabas 
uh, I think he was on the oh, baseball. Baseball dead. Was dead. Podcast, and like, I listened to that interview. Badass interview. I, I, I haven't heard it yet. Oh, I haven't heard man, it yet. So I'm it. looking forward to that. I, li- I listen to a lot of my podcasts at work. Um, but uh, I think somebody for me, uh, and it, it probably could be like a shared, like a shared uh, white whale for the group. But uh, I mean, for me, definitely Jared Carabas would be, he'd be. I'm sure he'd be a great interview. And I think just because of the way we are and the way he is, it would be a really good dynamic. Yeah. You know, and and I know I know he's 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 real in tune with some of the smaller podcasts, and he's real supportive of uh, you know the the smaller guy, right? Yeah, uh, I think so. You know, I really think he'd be he'd be one of my my white whales to go after, uh, which I think we probably could get him if we put a little bit of effort into it, right? Yeah. But again, it's just you know time time wise, it's it's a little it, it could be a little difficult to to set something up. Um. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, DH and Rube have have their, you know, somebody that they'd want. You know, I, I'm unsure of who that, you know, they those people would be, but you know, uh, they wouldn't disappoint. That's for sure. No, I mean, anybody from their respective teams would be, uh, like, no matter what, it would be a badass interview. No matter what, like Rube would, like, would probably pick Bellinger or Kershaw or Bueller, Max Muncie, like yeah. any one of those guys would be badass to listen to. Like yeah. DH, no, I would, dude, you know? I would, I would, I would love to interview Kershaw. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure this Hell dude's yeah. a character. You know, if you, if you yeah. can get him in the right moments, I'm sure he's a character. Like, you know, it's all about trying to pull that character out in the end. Yeah, and then for DH, I mean, like, without a doubt, like, yeah, I bet he would love to interview Julio Rodriguez right now, or even yeah. Kyle Lewis, like Griffey, bro. I mean, who who wouldn't want to interview Griffey? Yeah. Hall of Famer. There you go with the Hall of Fame spot, like. Hell yeah! Like who wouldn't yeah. want to? So I mean, anybody that they would choose, regardless, would be just be badass. Yeah, I mean, imagine like for us, like if say if like Derek Jeter, we had the opportunity to interview him. You think we wouldn't, even though he's a Yankee? Like, of course I'd, I'd Hell try. Yeah, yeah. give it a shot. Probably wouldn't be the best, but I, I wouldn't know yeah. what to ask him. Tell me about yeah. your starting nine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, to be quite honest, like, of course, like, Red Sox fans, so it's like, I don't know what to ask them. Of course, like, I'd probably still, like, be, like, nervous. No, not probably not. I would be nervous. Without a doubt, I would be mm-hmm. nervous. And I'd be so nervous to try to, like, give them a little, like, backlash that, oh, I'm a Red Sox fan. Because I wouldn't do yeah. it for one. He's a Hall of Famer. He's Derek Jeter too. I don't personally know the guy, so I feel like I'm yeah. not in the best position to be doing that. But I mean, <laughs> it'd still be a badass, badass interview, regardless. Oh yeah, I would definitely take that interview if, if the opportunity ever came. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you never know what could happen, right? Never know, like never know with with this type of stuff, man. But yeah, um, a, a lot, a lot of my favorite uh, conversations on podcasts is uh, with. Uh, like any anybody from the world pod classic like that shit is always like because we're all on the same on the same level on the same grounds like you know i don't feel like anybody's bigger than any other guy we're all we're all just out here trying to trying to grind right and and it's good to have that support system in any you know in any uh definition of the word of the term and uh so th- those are always some of my favorite conversations. Is just you know the guys that we're all that we're all on the same level with and stuff like how we're doing right now. Like this shit's always fun to me, you know. And like, like yeah, we're complete strangers, but we're also kind of not, you know. Yeah. Like I know if I went if I went to a Red Sox game with you, bro, like that shit would be sick. And I know 
Like it'd be it'd be dope because we just you know we have that common team, and uh, we do a common thing. We have a common hobby, right, with the podcasting and all that. And in the end, like it's just you know baseball brings brings people together in in, in some form, and and that's the beauty of it. I think that's always been the goal to just yeah. get people to come together. I mean, one thing that I know would be badass, like maybe in the near future. Yeah, anybody who's who can from like the World Pod Classic group and all go either like to an all star game together. That'd be so sick. Yeah. Or even to a yeah. Well, me personally, I'd rather go see the home run derby than the all star game. Like Exactly. Same here. Badass. We, we actually had the opportunity to, to buy the, the, the All Star game tickets here in Los Angeles. And uh Honestly, dude, it's fucking expensive. This one was actually one what really I was going to lead in. I had a random question. I was going to lead into that. Like, with it being uh-huh. in LA, like, are any of you guys going? I'm probably not going to go. Um, one, because the the opportunity we had was to buy the, the, the strip of four tickets. So, like, like the Futures game, the Derby. Uh, I want to say it's FanFest. Uh, yeah, where they do the celebrity softball game. Yeah, all that stuff, and um, and I think also the uh, just the game. So it was like four tickets yeah. to four different the four different events that the All Star Game provides. Uh, but it's expensive, man. I think the cheapest one was like like eight hundred and sixty dollars, and that was damn. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. I could, I, I probably could, but realistically, like you know, just with the kids and shit, like you can't take the kids to that. You know, so yeah. And in L A, like the the drive out to L A just in general is bad. You know, just the the freeway, the freeways are just all screwed up. Uh, but uh, to drive to to the stadium over there, it's even worse. Like, because especially for the All Star Game, forget about it, dude. Just people from all over the state are gonna be there. Yeah, I mean, because I've heard horror stories about driving in and out of that parking lot in L.A. And I don't, I've never been there, but is it true that it's really only like one way in, one way out? Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of. I ha- I actually haven't been there for a while, so I don't know if anything's changed. But I, I mean, I always remember just being stuck in traffic for like it's gonna be maybe an hour, at least an hour, just to get out of there. Damn. Yeah, and then it, since it's on the hill and stuff, like there's like small streets in the neighborhood you got to go through, and it sucks, man. It sucks. I, I've never been. I always let every time we've gone to state to the Dodger Stadium, I always go with Ruben, and I always just let him drive. I'm like, you're driving, bro. I'm not dealing with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I mean, um got a few questions for you um how about your either they could be two separate answers but your best or and or funniest memory that you have in baseball whether as a kid or even as you got older as an adult um let me see i remember the first time that that i caught like a like a fly ball like a fly ball line drive in the outfield i'm an infielder you know i grew up an infielder but uh uh, I do. I did play outfield in little league a couple times, and I remember the first time I I, I made an out like diving for a ball, and you know every you know, I, I I dove like I was in left field and I dove forward and I caught the ball for the out, and uh, I remember everybody in the stands just like went kind of crazy. And I was just like, oh shit! And I remember I turned around and I just pulled my my the bill of my hat just down in front of my eyes because like I teared up, dude. I teared up because I never felt that feeling before. Oh yeah, you know I was, I was probably like eight years old, 
you know, it was just, it was just weird. It was kind of like it was nerve wracking at the same time. So uh, that 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 moment will always stick in my head. Um, playing travel ball, we uh, my dad had his had our travel ball team, right? And he was always the coach. And at about like 16, 17 years old, he uh, he put me in scout ball, and uh, it was like club ball, really. And but he still maintained the the travel ball team that uh, that we had. You know, for the guys could, that that were on the team, they could still have somewhere to play. You know, but I was doing my thing on my own, and he had the. So, we all ended up in this tournament, and I was on a separate team, and we I played against my dad in the championship game huh. of that tournament, and so we still have the trophy. They ended up winning, so I was on the losing team, and uh, but just like, I mean, I never would have thought I'd be playing against the the team that my dad had coached uh, in a championship game, and then end up losing. You know, and the the trophy was gonna come home. Or, well, actually, the trophy came home because it would have went to the to the other teams, uh, to the manager of the other teams. So, you yeah. know, it's cool. I, I, that's probably one of those trophies I'll, I'll always keep. Um, and so then you know that that those those are two like sentimental stories yeah. uh, that's happened in my you know baseball life. And the only time we've won a, a Sunday League championship, we won like on a walk off, and uh, uh, I came up to bat. And uh, it was like, in, uh, let's just call it the bottom of the ninth because it was probably like bottom eighth or something. And um, I came up with runners on first and second, and we were down down by two. Yeah. And, um, excuse me, we're down by one, and it was runners on first and second. And uh, I was nervous as all hell, you know. Like, I looked up at the sky, and I asked my dad for help and shit because he, he passed away a few years ago. So uh, this happened after. And uh, – I was nervous as shit because I'm like, shit, like, I want to win this game, but we're down. And I get into the plate, I get into the box, and I, I get intentionally walked. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and I get intentionally walked, right? And I'm just like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. So maybe he did help me out. You know, he reached down there like, nope, put him yeah. on. And so, yeah. but, you know, unfortunately for the other team, they pushed the tying run and the winning run uh, up each, uh, uh, up one base, right? The yeah. next batter, he hits a, a slow roller up the middle, and it gets through the infield. Tying run comes in. The winning run comes around third base, and it's a close plate at the plate, and he he dives in head first, and we won on a walk-off. And yeah. uh, one of the, that was one of the, the funnest championship that I've ever, you know, got to be a part of just, you know, throughout my baseball career. Um, career, I say career, like like I played pro ball. Um yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that shit was fun, man. We were in a big-ass dog pile in the middle of the field. Uh, DH was on team. Uh, Lil Rube was on team. Like, that shit was fun, man. So it was a really good time. And that's probably, like, my last my last uh, Sunday League uh, memory. Aside from my my final at-bat, I got walked just on four pitches. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got walked. And so, you know, but um, a funny one that uh, I played uh, – I got to play Juco ball uh, for a little bit. Um, I, I redshirted one year and like kind of sat the bench the entire year, the following year. So I only got five at bats in Juco. Um, but during one of the practices, uh, we had to run bases and, you know, practice reading balls off the bat, uh, yeah. during batting practice. Right. And so during one of those, uh, one of those ones, uh, during one of those practices, uh, we had eaten, I don't know what we ate, bro. But we always ate really bad before practices. And so during practice on this particular day, uh, I'm shuffling off of the base, right? And when I take off, I felt something. (laughs) 
I, I felt a little something and, and I was like, oh no, it's just a fart. It's just a fart. I'm good. I'm good. And then, man, 20 minutes later, dude, my booty started itching so bad. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, bro, like a little a little nugget came out, man, and it was not fun. So I ended up uh, I ended up telling the coach, like, hey, man, I got to go. I'm not feeling well. And, and I mean, I felt fine, you know, but I ran into the locker room that the, that the, the school provided. And I went in there. Dude, man, I, I shit in my pants. Damn. <laughs> straight shit. up just shit, shit in my pants but like it, it stayed low-key and that's you know nobody knew just me and oh, the yeah. world now <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah you know and so man i i threw i threw uh whatever the hell i was wearing i pretty much threw it all away i threw on my gym shorts uh went commando to my car and my gear and i dipped came home <laughs> yeah Damn. yeah so that, other than that man like you know, uh, my baseball life has been has been pretty pretty memorable, dude. But those are the, some of the things that have always I'll always remember that stuff, and uh, I'll never forget it. I'll never oh, forget yeah. it. That's sick, man. <laughs> More of the story: Don't shit your pants at practice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, uh, I mean, for being around baseball for a while, and like been watching it for years and years and years. Of course, like, I mean. Uh, we're both that I could, well, I'm about, what am I, I'm, I'll be 29 this year. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'd say you and I have been around like baseball. That's like changed a lot over the years. I mean, we're oh, not yeah. 40, 50 years by any means, but I mean, as, as of is right now, what are your, like your overall thoughts on like the state of baseball right now, as in like, like the up and coming talent that we're seeing right now, which is crazy. Like huge money contracts that are going on right now, new rules, and just like the overall, where it's kind of like hard to admit, but like baseball will never be at the level of the NBA or the NFL. Right. Um, well, baseball's funny, man. Like it, it, for the longest, it never changed, right? No. Uh, and. And I'm so used to it that you could probably call me an old head to get the get off my lawn guy, right? <laughs> Which I mean, you shouldn't stand on other people's lawns, anyways. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, I mean, it, it, it's hard to get used to uh, some of the, the the changes that that they implement over the years. For example, uh, sliding in hard to second base. Like you you watch '70s baseball, and like these dudes are just killing each other on a double play and yeah it's that shit was awesome bro like i i I think i'm like one of the last people that got to grow up with that brand of baseball and actually play it that way um we were kind of allowed to do that in sunday ball for the longest until until just i don't know maybe like five ten years ago they they stopped letting that happen and uh so you know collisions at the plate was always fun to watch and I think where the game is going, man, like everybody gets mad for getting pitched too high and tight, you know, and yeah. uh, like, what I'm getting at, dude, is like the, the sport's kind of gone a little soft, but but the resistance to it getting soft is there. You know, guys like me are like, well, why are you mad that he pitched high and tight? Like, he didn't hit you, you know, just kind of like with the other day, Arenado got mad. Forgetting yeah. they threw at him high and tight, but it didn't hit him. No, you know it's it, like we're all in the same field, man. Like, like let's, let's just deal with it. Let's deal with it. Get back in the box and hit a bomb off him if if you're that mad. 
like the whole Nolan Arenado getting thrown at and the whole like Mets scuffle thing. Like I don't have, I've never been against the guys that I feel that they're getting intentionally thrown at and they go ahead and want to charge the mound because Arenado is no stranger to that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. And, um, but I mean, I guess in the end, like to where the state of the game is at right now, um, I feel like it, like like it's kind of just getting soft, man. It's getting a little bit soft. Not not too much. I'm not trying to like 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 talk shit about these guys or anything like that. But uh, I I feel like it could get a little more hard nosed. Like there's a lot of improvement that could happen there, you know. And then just like everybody wants their money, which I get. I get you know being one of the best in the world. Like yeah, you deserve to get paid, you know. But you got other guys that that they're not as good and they feel like they deserve more money and. In yeah. the end, I mean, like, what if they did it to where you get paid based off based off of like what your stats say? Like, for every home run, you get like thousand dollars, some bullshit like that. Yeah, you know, right. something like that. And then yeah. that it puts everybody on equal ground. You know, I'm not saying that's what I want because it, I mean, talking, being able to talk about contract negotiations is, is gives us things to talk about. You know. Yeah. Um. But, you know, I'm just trying to trying to give a little perspective as far as that. Um, but uh, yeah, man, like it, it, it's a little soft. It's gotten a little soft, I think, just you know from from the '90s and just growing up watching everything. And um, yeah, you see fights, but but they're really just like like grappling matches on the ground and people trying to separate each other. Yeah. You know, like I need to see like a full blown brawl, like the one that they had in the minor leagues the other day. That shit was wild. Like I need oh, some of that. When that dude just speared that dude rounding third, was that it? Yeah, like, like we need oh, shit like that, bro. Shit. Totally yeah. fucking random. Um, I don't know if you remember this the clip. Uh, it was a I think his name was Lenny Randall. He it was like a, like seventies or eighties. He like does a bunt. He intentionally bunts down the first base line just so he can like run into the pitcher. Yeah, and then it's yeah, just all oh, hell broke close. Like, like things like that, dude. Like, it's so petty that I love it. <laughs> like, I love me some pettiness, dude. But, and you know, there's yeah, a time and a place for it, right? Like, you know when it's coming. Oh yeah, but I mean, like back to that clip, dude. That spearing that guy rounding third. I still wish. I don't think that story ever is still out. Like, why did he do it? I want to know why. Yeah, I need to I know really, exactly. Really like, want to know why. Yeah, like I'm tired of the cliches. Like, let's fucking hear it. Like, how do you really feel? Yeah, and like I know, like a guy that we like, um, that you mentioned before, Carabas. Like, he even mm-hmm. he said he's like, he's tired of hearing like players getting interviewed after a game. Well, like, how did you feel that game? Well, like I want to hear the players say, well, I just went 0 for four. Like that fucking sucked. Yeah, or like or like the pitcher. Like, well, I just gave up three home runs before the fourth inning. So how do you think I feel? Like, why can't they answer like that? So, yeah, that's like, I, know I like wonder if it's part of like their contract and PR and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not familiar with those things at all by any means, but you know, it's like, you know, I want to hear more about that kind of shit. Like yeah. why, why can't he talk like that? Like, is there something in your contract? I don't know. Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's, that's what I feel like they need to, the players would be put more on a, on a not they would be put on a more human level than ever if they're able to answer questions like that like 
well, how do you, well, how the hell do you think I feel? Like I got taken out of the fourth thing and I gave up six earned runs. Like, how the hell do you think I feel? Like, yeah. I mean, they, they, I don't know. It's like, I let my fucking team down, bro. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> or, or I'm a closer. Like, I just blew the fucking game. What do you think? Like, how do you think I feel? Don't be asking me, well, how does it feel blowing that game? Like, that, that reporter is asking to get hit in the face. <laughs> yeah. Oh but then again, they're, they're doing their job, right? Right. If you, if, as a reporter, if you can get a, a, a different reaction from a ball player, you know, hit that, hit that soft spot. Yeah. Then you did your job. You know, so like it, 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 it's from both sides, right? Like you have to look at it from both from both perspectives. Like, I, I mean, if I and you also have to not care to be like that, like fuck yeah. it, I'm just gonna do it. You know, see I what mean, happens, and I think I that's mean, that's how people make a name for themselves. And to be quite honest, like I know for a fact that, like, because like I'm in in the workplace where I work, being around like minor league guys that are fighting for a major league spot, like. Mm-hmm. We like in the clubhouse, we know who's going to start tomorrow, our starting pitcher. Like I as as I think as a baseball fan and just being around baseball so much, like I know those unwritten rules where it's like as soon as that starting pitcher walks through that that door, no one talks to him. I don't ask him like, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? No fist bump, nothing, because I know he's starting today. He's in the zone. If he gets taken out early in the inning and he comes walking through the clubhouse like you know not to talk to him like don't ask him anything don't don't ask for his cleats don't don't ask for his dirt nothing like just let him be let him take his emotions out like i've already witnessed it where guys are throwing their gloves in their locker throwing chairs and i get it like but like the reporters like they don't they don't know that because they don't get to see it but as baseball fans have been around it, where it's like, you know that shit. Like, last thing they want to hear is a reporter asking, well, how do you feel? Like, bitch, yeah, why, let me tell you how why I feel. <laughs> why did you miss that ground ball? <laughs> like, fuck oh, you mean, why did I miss that ground ball? Yeah. I wasn't trying to fucking miss it, asshole. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's like, fuck. But I mean, and I, of course, this is like the first time I've, like, been firsthand seen it. So it's, it's crazy mm-hmm. to see. And it's like, y'all don't know, man. Like. I know everyone's like, so, oh, or just a game, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, nah, like. Nah, it's not. It's not, man. What, like. In, in, in the professional world and even in Sunday ball, dude, like, it's an, for us in Sunday ball, it's a bit of an outlet, right? Um, yeah. But for professionals, like, that's that's their life work. That's their, their life work that they're trying to. Yeah. So, I mean. You know, and it, it's it's their dream, dude. Like, like, they don't want their dream just to slip away or taken from them, you know, and. It, so put yourself in their shoes and it's, it's a different world. It's a different yeah. perspective. That's what I always say. Uh, perspective is everything, man. And I, I think, uh, I think the world needs to adopt that a little bit more. Yeah, man, because I know that goes all players are soft now because their interview was so vanilla was like, what kind of, they probably have to do it and they can't do anything about it. So yeah, it sucks. It creates a lot of controversy. It's probably like with guys like Trevor Bauer, that's probably, probably why they're trying to keep them away from the game. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, guys like that, I do like. I like Trevor Bauer. I like Josh Donaldson. I like, you know, those guys that not just take it to social media or are pretty vocal on, like, how they feel about certain things. Like, I love those mm. type of players. I have nothing yeah. against those type of players. Do you, do you think that if, like, they were a teammate of yours, you'd feel the same way? 
if you know what they're my they're my teammate i don't have to fully like support them and like be as vocal as them but as a teammate i'd be like i understand why he's feeling that way like that's how Mm -hmm. i would feel like if like last like years last year when josh donaldson was like um pretty much like putting pictures quote-unquote on blast for the sticky stuff and then now he's friends with one of those pictures that he had mentioned in garrett cole Hmm. like you gotta understand that josh donaldson is no slouch at the plate either so he's not like some like guy who's gonna hit under the mendoza line all all this career but i mean yeah like if you're his teammate, you gotta understand. Like fuck, like well, I know how he feels because I can't hit those guys either. It just so happened that he said it before I did, or he said it for me. Yeah. So, at least that's how I'd feel if I was a, a, a teammate of those type of players. Yeah, it comes down to like like a mutual understanding. Yeah. You know, and and of course, being in professional baseball, like they have to show some sort of professionalism. They can't just be in there just fighting all day long. You know. Yeah. But I mean, it also comes back to where now it's like the whole uh, Miles Straw thing. I fully understood that too. Oh like, yeah, he, he was defending his teammate. Yeah. yeah, like that. I fully understand that. Like, yeah, I would probably do the same thing without a doubt. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that scene from uh, the the updated version of uh, Bad News Bears, where the, uh, one of the boys again picked on from from uh, uh, th- some kids from a different team. And he oh, comes yeah. in here and he's like, only I can pick on him. Get out of here. And he, he defends his teammate, even though he hates him. Yeah. He's like, you're such a pansy. Or, I don't remember what he calls him, but. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's like that yeah. like, like tough kid with the long blonde hair. He yeah, yeah, the little, the that, little like, guy. to fight him and he got thrown in like mud or something like that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's right. You run, you bitches. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love that movie. Yeah, it it all comes down to it, man, where it's like, I don't know, like, I don't know how wide or how thin the line is between like being friends and a homie of this guy and being human to like teammates and professionalism. I don't know how wide that line is or how thin that line is. But as of right now in baseball, it's pretty damn thin, really, really thin. Yeah. and you, and you, I don't know if you recently saw uh, with the Atlanta Braves, Ozzy Albies was was screaming at Marcelo oh, Zuna for not Zuna. being aggressive on the base pass. Yeah, you know, like I, I would imagine that there's there's probably some underlying things that that are like unspoken. You know, maybe maybe yeah. Osuna's lazy uh, during practice. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, only they, they know the truth. And then you know what? That's like one thing. Like like fans are saying like, well, it looked funny because like he was like mimicking him. Or nothing or like oh why does he have to be so harsh but then it's like you don't know what goes on in that clubhouse like what if marcelo luzuna was in the clubhouse before the game talking about where he doesn't like doing that stuff but obvious was mm. in the clubhouse telling him he's like no you got to start doing that and then it so happened yeah. to happen in that game and now he's giving him shit for it you don't know that yeah, no that, one's gonna know could, yeah that could be the difference between missing playoffs and a ring yeah and I, I know everyone was saying, like, oh, well, they're up in the game. What does he need another run for? No no lead is ever safe in baseball. Never. Never, especially now with, like, with like uh, th- if they're going to use run differential as tiebreakers, um, like, for, uh, oh, for yeah. playoffs, right? Yep. Like, right now, who is you know. it? Um, uh, 
damn, I think it was the Pirates when they got beat twenty-one to was it zero or one? Who was it? Who was the it Cubs. I think they played the Cubs. The Cubs, yeah. That the Pirates have a a negative run differential but a winning record. And it's like, well, how does that happen? Well, it's because they got beat twenty-one to nothing. That's how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, yeah. If they're gonna take that into account with the whole like playoff thing, like, then every run is gonna count no matter what the score is. Yeah. Yeah, and and because they change that, like it does change your perspective on on running up the score. Because it's like you know, yeah. being an old head, it's like don't run up the score on me. Like, why are you stealing bags, yeah. right? Because it wasn't that wasn't a thing before. Where you know, at least in a tiebreaker, you can play one sixty three. But if they take that away, then you have to look at the game differently because it's you know it's ever evolving. The game's going to always evolve, and and. It's frustrating that you have to adapt to it, but it's it's life, dude. It's just like life. Like you have to adapt to your environment, your entire life, and whatever goes on around you, and just be aware of everything all the time. You know, otherwise you're fucked. And that's just a general yeah. statement in life. Yeah, you know. I know, like I know, there's guys out there. Like, I mean, I consider myself sometimes, uh, in in some points in baseball, baseball purist. But there are some points where it's like change is gonna happen, and you got to just get over it. Yeah, you have to get over it and adapt to it because it's it's gonna it's gonna consume you. Yeah, it's gonna consume and, you, man. And, and you'll never enjoy simple. the game ever again. If if you never. let it get to you, you'll never enjoy the game. No, I but, thousand percent agree, man. You know, and it, how, how do you? It kind of like sparks a thought in my head with the robo robo umps. Like the umpires are so bad right now that like would robo umps be better right now? I don't know. I don't know. I, I have to see it. I'm, Honestly, I'm on that. I'm kind of 50-50 where it's like yeah. there's some like the whole Schwarber thing. Like and then there's that was great. <laughs> perfect. Like I know it was the whole big thing, the per- most perfect ejection ever. And it really, really <laughs> was what I yeah. mean. And then there's also where it's like, oh, that needed the robo ump or like there's another instances where it's like the, we don't need the robo ump for that. Or, or, or the the pitchers don't need the robo ump is what uh what it is. But then batters mm-hmm. want the robo ump because it kind of it, it does favor them a little bit more. Right. Uh, at least I think so. The the pitcher not so much because from what I've heard and from what some of the pitchers that I've talked to in the Isotopes clubhouse because I talk to the pitchers more. I'm more of a pitcher guy, but. Mm-hmm. They're saying that they're going to give them a half ball off the plate. So half the ball, if it's in the zone, will be a strike. Anything more than that, it's a ball. So that kind of goes against the pitchers. For the batter, it kind of favors them because those pitches that are a little off the plate are going to get called strikes by an Angel Hernandez or or Laz Diaz type umpire. So, yeah. I mean, it's 50-50 at this point. At this point, I'm 50-50 about it. Yeah. I, again, I think for me, it's like I don't like the idea of it, but but I'm willing to I'm willing to see it for a season, and and then I can form an you know an opinion yeah. about it because you know like you can watch it for a game and be like, no, that shit is stupid, or watch it for a whole yeah. season at least, you know, and then and then it, it it'll give you a better perspective on it, and you'll you'll see different results for like you know. So, so what could have been type of thing? I mean, we've like just in the recent weeks, man. Like, it was Angel Hernandez probably like the worst scorecard so far this year? Yeah, the worst. It's surprising, right? 
And then, um, but I'm curious because I know the automated strike zone is going to be hitting the minor leagues pretty soon in, I think, middle of May. And mm-hmm. uh, I haven't, so I haven't you're told gonna anybody. Be able, uh, you're going to be able to see it firsthand. Yeah. Right. And then I haven't told anybody, but um, recently I was, uh, I went up to the press box and I saw the big ass server box for the automated strike zone. That thing is oh, huge. It is nice. huge. So huh. I'm very curious okay. to how it's going to go about because after that gets implemented, like that's why I'm, I'm hoping that I'm, I want to talk to these pitchers of how they're going to feel about it. Yeah, because you'd have a good be, opportunity, man. And you you got to yeah. jump on it. You have you have a real good yeah. opportunity. So, I'm very curious because I think it's gonna hit in the middle of May, and the Isotopes are is gonna be one of the teams, or the Pacific Coast League in general is gonna be one of those leagues where they're gonna have it. So, I'm mm-hmm. very curious right now to see how that's yeah. gonna go out. Yeah, I'm I'm unsure if they're gonna bring it because we have a few minor league teams around here, the the Low A, the the California League. Yeah. Uh, so we have like the 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 Inland Empire 66ers, the the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. Uh, further on down the highway, there's the Lake Elsinore Storm, and then there's the teams up north. <clears throat> and uh, so I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure if they're going to have that. So it'll be see, it'll be interesting to see that, you know, if it ever comes over here, make yeah. the time to go to go check that out because again, it's 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 new to the game and it'll be historic for sure. Yeah. You know, it was one step further to the to AI taking over the world, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it all, and then another like baseball purists go like, um, which of course I'm an advocate for because um, I, I I favor pitchers more in baseball. That's yeah, I'm not afraid to say it. But pitch framing, like that's an art. Well, like, what an art, exactly. Oh, man. Like, oh shit, oh man. But I mean, now it's like. Like I was talking to one of the pitchers where he's like, well, with the automated strike zone now, it's like if the catcher, like if a catcher is going to set up on the inside of a lefty batter and a righty pitcher and he throws a slider, he's going to set up inside to catch that. It's going to look like a ball to everybody. But like, no, it's a strike. It it caught the zone. And we're all going to be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And it's all that ball was way out there. It's like, well, he set up in, so it looks like a ball, but no, it's a strike. Like, sorry. Yeah. But. You want to and, go look at the and tape? We've recently seen. I've recently seen. Uh, I want to say it was in the, one of the Red Sox games recently that. Uh, um, I think Vasquez was catching, and he set he sets up inside on a righty. And uh, the pitch goes, you know, it goes it goes to the outside half of the plate. So he's reaching across the plate, has no chance to frame it or anything, you know. And it was it crossed in the zone according to the little to the little box that's on the because screen he, because he moved. It and, looks like a ball. But exactly. Yeah. So it's and it could have been game changing, right? Could be the difference between missing playoffs and a ring. You never know. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, you know, it's we'll, all those, it's all those, it's all it's that butterfly effect, man. Like you just, you just don't know. It's unpredictable. Yeah, no, I know. I I think for us, like as Red Sox fan, we wish Laz Diaz would have made that call again for Nathan Evaldi in that game against the. Oh Astros. yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh my I, god! I, I truly believe that if if the Braves would have played the Red Sox in the World Series, we could take it to the Braves easy. I truly believe that. We we could have, you we, know, but honestly, like I think I heard Carabas say one of the episodes of the past Red Sox podcast that we will not speak of anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like we could have stole a World Series that year, last year. Yeah, exactly. We could have stole one. 
I honestly, yeah. Yeah, I believe him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. definitely, dude. And I, I, and honestly, I think we could still do it. Yeah, although we're shitting the fucking bed right now, like the yeah. Red Sox bats are completely missing. Like set out, yeah, set man. out the Amber Alert, right? Because oh they're gone. <laughs> Aside from JD's grand slam yesterday, um, I mean these guys, they might as well put me in, dude. Like I could stand there. <laughs> I could stand pitches. there. Like, but, take a few you know, pitches. It, take, take some walks. Get their own base. Yeah, man, I could probably, <laughs> I could probably just stand there and never swing the bat and just hope for the best. Oh man, or or wear one to the to the stomach and take your base <laughs> at least to get yeah. something going. Yeah, I mean, oh, the Red Sox are struggling, dude. They're struggling. They're they're like bottom ten in in average home runs, uh, walks. I think. I, well, um, I think they're fucking... down, like bottom. Oh yeah, bottom ten. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, man. bottom ten and just about all that stuff. We're in uh, as far as walks, uh, we're 29th, man. 29th with 52. That's oh man, that's it's funny. crazy. Uh, let me look up. Let me look up the uh, the strikeout one. If I can find it. We're 20, uh, we're 21st in strikeouts for striking out as batters. With uh, we have 182. Uh, but again, it's I mean, if we're we're 21st, we're in the bottom 10, right? That's not good. But I mean, as a matter of fact, we're yeah, we're top ten. We're top ten in strikeouts. Now that I'm looking at it backwards, Orioles are uh, number one. Orioles and Angels are are top in uh in strikeouts. Which see, this is that like that's what's weird. I don't get because I'm looking at our hits right now. We're ninth in hits, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think it's timely because are we? <laughs> Yeah, 47, yeah, forty-seven. Doubles, yeah, first and doubles. Um, I mean, the the secret is timely hitting, dude. And it, it, the issue is not really getting guys on base; it's driving driving them in. Um, I guess I'd have to see like average with uh, with runners in scoring position. Yeah, you know, but they're also, I mean, home runs wise, what uh, are we only thirteen home runs? Like, come on, like Raffy should have 13 home runs now yeah i was about to say that he should have 13 right now yeah but again you know they're impatient at the plate pitching's doing a lot better than they usually do better than last year Mm. way better than last year way better than last year and how look how far we got in playoffs you know it's 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 just backwards baseball's just completely backwards but i think it's a common thing right now like the the colorado rockies lead the 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 majors in average but they're only hitting 265 yeah. Yeah, the worst team in baseball, the Diamondbacks, of one eighty one. That's sad. <laughs> I think what was it? I I think I forgot who I heard it from, but no one on the Diamondbacks is hitting above two hundred. Which is Are you serious? Sad. Yes. Oh I'm gonna, shit. I'm gonna have to look that up because Yeah, now I'm curious. <laughs> At least with, with uh Qualified like at bats or plate appearances? No. Or everyone who's in their like starting lineup is not hitting over two hundred. Yeah, one fifty one, one fifty two, one ninety seven, one oh two, one seventy eight, one forty three, one seventy one, one twenty. That's oh, brutal. <laughs> oh, Wanna make a name for yourself, go play in uh, Arizona. Yeah, and go ball out. Mm, for real. Have you ever been to uh, uh, spring training in Arizona? No, I haven't, but that's one of my goals. Of course, I'd want to go to Florida. 
for obvious reasons, but mm-hmm. closest would be Arizona. I would not be opposed to it. That'd be so much fun. Yeah, it, it's fun, man. There's there's plenty to do, plenty to do, and, and all the stadiums are within like thirty minutes of each other. Yeah, at most. It's crazy, but no, yeah, definitely. Uh, one of our goals is to go, the wife and I, to head out to Florida and go to JetBlue. And check oh, out the yeah. Red Sox spring training for, for, you know, maybe for a weekend or something at least. Yeah. And then another uh, thing that I want to go to um, is College World Series in Omaha. I'd want to go to that too because I feel uh-huh. like that's like a party. I really want to Yeah, go I'm there. not a big college baseball guy, but I would definitely be not opposed to watching college yeah. games in person. Yeah. Like you said, it, it looks like just one big-ass party. And just to just to take in the environment, like, because – uh, schools are very supportive of their of oh, their sports wow. teams. You know the college schools. So yeah, just to just to feel be part of that that environment would. I mean, I can't even fathom how that is. But uh, so yeah. I guess for the last little bit here, you have any final thoughts on the baseball season or final thoughts on our Red Sox? Uh, well, I guess I could start with the Red Sox, man. Um, Any positive? Can somebody please find their bats because they're <laughs> they're missing. <laughs> oh man! And yeah. you know what? I pay pay Xander. Just pay him already. Like, just hand him a blank check. He seems like an honest man. He'll fill yeah. it in as he as he sees fit. Same with Devers. That's his big brother. He'll follow suit. And, and like I, I know there's a lot of hate going around for Trevor's story right now. I'm not on that wagon because it's only May. And I know, like, I wish, I just, I don't want two back-to-back losing record months. But I, that, I, that would know, be I know story will come about. He's capable of it. I'm, I'm really pulling for him because I don't want fans to start putting that narrative out there where this was a shitty deal. Like, they shouldn't have signed him. Like, I don't want to hear yeah. that. And I know it's getting close, but I don't want to hear it. Yeah. But I, I'm pulling and, for and, him. I'm pulling for him. Yeah, and he, he didn't exactly have a spring training like everybody else, which, I mean, what's the yeah. difference? Nobody else is doing anything. You know, right. I mean, Xander, aside from Xander and JD and, and, and uh, uh, Scoops, you know, they're, they're all doing their thing. You know, they have respectable batting averages, but – um. I mean, what what's everybody else doing? Not much, not much. You know, Story's doing his thing at second base, new position, learning yeah. on the job. And I think you know, he's, he's held learning. it down, and he, yeah, he's still learning, and he's gonna he's gonna learn a lot. You know, but I think he's the right guy to to put in that spot because we've just never had a second baseman for a long time since Pedroia. So yeah, since what? Seventeen, six, sixteen, roughly. Roughly, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh man. man, he played his three games in eighteen, and that was it, bro. Like, Done. see ya. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I think I think where the, the Red Sox messed up is like they they held on to to that to his return for too long, and they never really found like a suitable replacement. Like, oh, he'll 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 get well soon. Like, he's gonna be better soon, injury wise, and it just never happened. Yeah, you know, it's, you know unfor- what, it's one of those unfortunate honest. stories in baseball. Yeah, and then to be quite honest, like even if he still kept playing, like his last year probably could have been last year, or even this year, right? Could have been mm-hmm. his last year. We don't know that, but I mean, yeah, I mean it's done, it's done. So, but I'm I'm yeah, pulling for I mean, Trevor Story. I really, really am. 
I don't want yeah. fans to start being like this was a shitty signing. Like, yeah, oh, I don't want that. I, I I feel the same way about uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, but it's hard to continue to do that the way he's going. It's Dude, difficult. I, I not not hate. I don't like using that word, but it, it's it's like a love hate. Yeah, and I I not stress, but I like like cross everything in my body when he's at bat because he's so <laughs> stressful to watch at bat. I'm like, please don't let it be a three a three pitch at bat. I'm like, yeah, stretch it stretch it to four at least. But I'm like, come on, Bobby, like, <laughs> damn, bro, like, yeah, don't. This oh, might be man. this might sound off the wall too, but um, I could see it in his face that he just he does not want to be in the box. He he doesn't have a oh, like a snarl yeah. to his look. He knows like the aggressiveness mentally is not there. He needs and to lose that once baby he, face. Yeah, he's got to do something, or maybe Alex Cora needs to go back to the baby face. Or I don't know. Yep. Um, I was a fan of the beard, but it ain't working. So nope. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Bobby needs to grow a beard or something. Look, look mean. Yeah. Look like look like John yeah. Gomes out there or something. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got to look look intimidating up there because like the swings, he's just waving at stuff. He's not aggressive. You know, you have to get into the box knowing that you're better than the guy out there on the yeah. mound. And in his, the look in his eyes, he knows that he's not the better guy. And he, he's got to figure out how to change that mentality, man, because, you know, baseball's mostly, especially at that level, it's all mental. Oh, yeah. It's all mental. And when, once he can break break down that little barrier, um, I think he'll be fine um, with them calling up Franchi. Hopefully he, he understands that his job is is on the line because once they call up Tristan Cassis, that's it. I think that's it. I think that, be, I mean, <laughs> that's a wrap for Bobby Dahlback. But uh, we might, we might see I don't know, man. At the same time, at the same time, I'm not in that world, so I don't know. No. <laughs> this is just a a fan's perspective from SoCal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, even me too. Like I'm I'm way out here, so all I could do is look in. Like I haven't been to games, so. Mm. Fuck, man, but it it sometimes it's stressful, man, because I don't know. But I I still have good hopes for this team, but I just don't want back to back months of losing records. I don't want. Yeah, because it'll be it'll be way too tough to to bail bail out of that. Yeah, you know. But I will I mean, say, like I I'm, I did pick them as my World Series pick. They're gonna make me look really bad right. if they don't change something. <laughs> yep. I, you know yep. what? All these are picks. I didn't have a World Series pick. I just had division winners. That's all mm-hmm. I had. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, "Well, who's the champ? Who do you got?" <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, that's baseball, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, in the end, we don't know what the hell's gonna happen. No. Like, who would have thought that the Sox would, would be? I don't even know what their record is, man. That's how. That's how shitty they are. They're uh, nine, nine and fourteen, dude. It's tough. And to lose to lose to Baltimore, dude. Like. Ugh. One thing is, I hate playing Baltimore. They're so frustrating. They're just they're they're pesky. They're annoying. Like I don't know what it is. Then they move their fence back, which is worse. Yeah, yeah that looks weird. <laughs> their left field looks so whack. They have a stupid right angle right where their bullpen is at, and it looks so weird. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. I hate every ounce of it. But um, so yeah, man. Still, that, 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 I guess that's my thoughts still. on the Sox. Yeah, I'm. I'm the same. I'm still pulling for them. They're still my team. Gonna love them regardless. Yeah, so. I, I really, I really feel that if 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 Bobby Dahlback gets going, I think that's when the Red Sox go. Yeah, because 
you know, just based off of his second half last year, he was top five hitter and yeah, just all of baseball really. Yeah, ended up having a good solid solid rookie year. Twenty five jacks roughly, seventy some seventy plus RBIs. Yep. You know, so it's there. The talent's there. It's just a matter of tapping back into it. And if it, if it's mental, you got to figure it out. Yep. Because you know, that, that job's going to be on the line. Man. And, of course, Red Sox fan would love to see Tristan Cassis up, but we don't want to see Bobby Dalbeck go. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, as, yeah. as like kids say, it's a toxic relationship. <laughs> it's a toxic relationship, yeah, for real. For real, man. Well, thankfully they don't play today. I think they finally finished their 17 yeah. game. Oh, oh my gosh! Stretch of games. Angels. Oh my god! Angels I know, dude. Last time already. No, dude, they're they're solid, and they got their 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 big three, or they're all healthy. Yeah. You know, and the 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 younger the, the young guys are doing their thing. You know, uh, I was just talking about this with uh, with Daniel earlier from the, from the Angels podcast. Um, Adele's doing his thing, Walsh, Marsh, all those dudes, and then with Trout and Otani doing their thing. Yeah, Taylor Ward, dude's balling. Um, I don't know who else that who else they got on their team. I know Lorenzen's dealing. Uh, Thor's looking pretty hot out there. So, I mean, something's clicking for them right now, and it's not supposed to, according to history. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a bad for it's a bad formula for us as Sox fans going into this series, but hopefully with a new month. Uh, things will change. Yeah, I hope so. Winning record for this month, and it'll feel good. Winning record. Yeah. Win. Yep. I I need I need uh I need seven games over five hundred for this month at least. Ooh. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I'll take that. Yeah. And you never know. Yankees yeah, I'll, lose ten in a row. They've done it before. So. They've done it before, man. <laughs> but uh, aside from the Sox, any final thoughts on the baseball season? Uh, no. Nah, it's it's stressful at the moment. But uh, I'm loving fantasy. No, fantasy yeah. baseball is keeping me in tune. I'm happy about you got that. Your, who'd you guys play? I, 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 I missed who you guys played. Well, it, kind of, it probably doesn't count because we played the worst baseball podcast. So I don't know, <laughs> if, I don't know if that counts. But now we speak of it. Uh, we're playing Gone Bridge this week. Ah, there you go. Maybe you should uh, hit them up. See, uh, damn, they're up 37 to 1. Yeah. <laughs> they probably had a pitcher going today. A lot of my guys are not even playing. A lot of our guys are not playing. It's not a lot of games today. So, yeah, thir- Mondays and Thursdays are the worst. They had Steven Matz go today. He got got him 24 points. Oh. Uh, Liam Hendricks with a save, 11 points. That's crazy. These closers will get you a fuckload of points if you let them. Shit, man. But nah, of dude, I was down. I was down like 60 points at some point in this week. And uh, we ended up winning by like 16. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are they are they leaving you are they leaving you on as manager for this week? Uh I will resign from my managerial duties if I lose five in a row. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think uh I took over halfway into the season last year and I'm I'm not letting it go until that happens. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, damn. so I'm proud of that, man. I'm proud of that. I'm also undefeated in our personal league still. Thank God. I almost lost to, to, to Lil Rube. Uh, he had me on the ropes all week, dude. And then uh, just out of nowhere, like, <laughs> took the lead in just about all the categories. Because everybody decided to show up. You know, I have, I have uh, shit, who do I have on my team? I have Trout, Buxton, uh, Correa. Uh, shit, if I could pull this up real quick. 
these phones are slow. Uh, Polanco, Correa, Trout, Buxton, Simeon, Springer, Schwarber, uh, Adoles Garcia. I have Tatis on my IL. So whenever he comes back, yeah. So hitting wise, it was hitting where I, where uh, I was struggling, and these guys were not doing their thing. And then, like from like Friday into Sunday, they I was able to take the lead. Thank God. Never hear the end of it. <laughs> but you know what? I'll, you you'll be the first to know. I was gonna put it in the group chat later on, but you'll be the first to know if if we go. We're one and two right now, but if we go one and five or one and six. I'm going to start letting these guys go for whoever wants them. We oh. have Arenado, we have Lindor, we have Soto, we have Winker. Like, Damn, know. you got a lot of good talent, man. Yeah. But I mean, go one keep in five, mind. One keep, six, I'm like, oh, man. Keep in mind, though, uh, I almost – we almost made playoffs of the fantasy playoffs last season with a 99 record. Oh, wow. Yeah, with a 99 record and, like, one tie or something like that. Um, so there's that. So all you got is you just got to get in. Okay. In the championship last season, ended up being the one seed against the eight seed. So oh, okay, yeah. So I don't know. I wouldn't let go of guys too or too soon. Maybe like if if we're losing, if we're I don't know. I don't know. I'll decide. I'll decide. But if it comes to a point where it's like, oh man, maybe it's time to just let go. Then at least you'll be the first to know. Yeah, good to know. Take Soto off, you thanks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, before I still remember was... how excited I remember how excited you were that that Vladdy Jr. went first. I was because I was for you. sure we were. Yeah, so was I. But for sure we were taking Otani or Soto first, but in that order. So it was going to be Otani, and then when Otani came, I was like, "Thank God." Yeah, <laughs> he solves a lot of problems, man. Like he with the pitching and the hitting. Because you get most of them all week as, as a hitter, but then when he pitches, he gets a lot of points too. You know, and just I had him last year, and, and, and he never put up any points hitting-wise for me. Maybe one game in the year on the yeah. same days that he pitched. And so I'll take Otani all day, man. Oh, yeah. But uh, let's go over just real quick before we get this interview wrapped up. We'll go over our, our uh, World Pod Classic standings right now. All right, let's do it. Which uh, we have a tied for first place right now in the all was it the all K's podcast? Uh, all dingers in K's. Oh, all dingers in K's Sunday league and Monday Mojo at three and zero. Uh, yeah, tied let's for go. fourth with take a pitch, steal the steal, and the yips at two and one. We have like a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine team tie at seventh place. With everybody at one, <laughs> and then Real Talk Baseball, which are the fantasy guys, aren't they? Fantasy baseball. Players? Yeah, they're the one. They're the ones they're that won it all last year. <laughs> and they're, they're zero and three. three. Yeah, I want to say that they were on an auto draft. Oh, that's right. Because he, that's right. I think yeah, he had mentioned. Yeah, they do a lot. They do a lot of cool stuff. I mean, they. I think they're doing like five five fantasy leagues with with uh, the things that they do and and their their followers and stuff so yeah and we hooked them up man we hooked them up last year we get uh we have this like a like a glass trophy that that we sent out to the the guy that ran the team oh, yeah. uh he gave us his he chugged his beer on camera for us uh we were able to uh, you know share that with everybody uh hooked them up with uh uh 
the guy that works for the um uh the quakes that we know yeah he does a lot of like like uh beer tap handles with bats and bottle cap openers things like that uh ball holders so he, he uses a lot of the bats to to create you know different stuff it's called casey's clubhouse crafts nice yeah, yeah so exactly. I think, I, out, I, think uh, I saw that picture where uh, last year when you sent it to him. It was, it was some nice stuff, badass. Yeah, we hooked them up. Had some had a couple of shirts too as well for uh, the other guys on there in there as part of the group. So yeah, it was nice, man. It was nice. So hopefully, uh, if uh, you know the next winner, we can hook them up with the same thing and hopefully more. Oh yeah, because it, it's fun so far. At least I think so. Yeah, definitely. Try to get that group chat going a little bit more too. Oh yeah. But uh I think that'll do it, man. Thank you, uh thank you again, Boski from Sunday League, the podcast, for coming on the first interview for Rewatch We Collect. Yeah, definitely, man. It's a pleasure to be on. Uh I always have a good time. I always have a good time with, with, with everybody, you know, and same here. You know, um more than happy to come on anytime you'd like, you know. Hopefully your listeners enjoyed whatever came out of my mouth. <laughs> Not the best, but hey, I'm always here. I'll, I'll be here. Oh, yeah. But again, yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it. And thank you again to Boski again for that badass interview, our first interview. And for sure, we will have him on again later on down the road. And hopefully by then... You know, our friendship will only grow between like us and the rest of the podcast that we do uh, collaborate with. But again, thank you again, Boski, for that interview. Hope to get you on soon. And back to our regular episode. Uh, we will have episode 12 coming out pretty soon. We have a ton of stuff to talk about. A lot, a lot of standing look at. Because from what I know is that there's two L.A. teams and two New York teams that are both tied. No, actually, they're both in first in their division. So that hasn't happened, I don't think, ever or for a very long time. But that is something that I will want to touch on in episode 12. But again, thank you. Thank you all for listening to this uh, episode. And thank you again for Boski for that uh, interview. We hope you we hope you all enjoyed it and we'll see you guys in the next one.